This is LJN Radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma. Thanks for listening to Community Concepts, our focus on groups that help out the often underrepresented individuals out there. And we're taking a slightly different approach in this episode as we're going to talk about human resources in the nonprofit sector. Joining the show today, we have a well-respected individual in her field. Her name is Lisa Brown-Morton, and she's the president and CEO of Nonprofit HR. Thanks for coming on the show today, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Now, this was an interesting organization that I stumbled upon that you're a part of, and we'll get into more details there in a moment. But I wanted to ask you first, what was it really that prompted you to jump into the nonprofit sector and focus on that specifically, especially we're talking about you being the president and CEO of Nonprofit HR? Well, I got started in the nonprofit sector very early in my career working for a wonderful organization that represents cities and counties across the country. That was my first foray into the sector, and then I moved into the private sector and and eventually returned to take on a director of HR position with the National Arts Organization. And in that position, in that role, I found myself not only providing support to the internal staff, but also to the members of that organization. They were a membership organization. Mm -hmm. And many times the members themselves, which were institutions, found themselves in need of human resources assistance and support. And I found it strange that they weren't able to find affordable, kind of reality-based assistance. And that was kind of the the first trigger. And then I left that role and moved into a vice president for human resources with a trade association. And the very same thing happened. And after the second time of finding myself consulting to members, I said, there's a need here. Clearly, there's a need. That was 15 years later. And here we are today. I wanted to focus a little bit also, obviously, on the organization you're with now as far as nonprofit HR. Can you give us some details as far as what exactly you're all about or what sort of services and and items that you can provide for individuals like you're talking about in organizations that struggled in some of these areas? Sure. So nonprofit HR is a human resources and talent management firm, and we work exclusively with the nonprofit sector, providing services in the area of outsourcing, human resources outsourcing, project-based support virtual support for small nonprofits. We also provide talent uh, management and acquisition services, including executive search, direct hire services, and temporary services. With the nonprofit sector specifically, is there sort of a negative reputation or is it looked down upon when it comes to human resources and that whole sector, so to speak? You know, I think that the nonprofit sector does suffer from some image issues. People perceive nonprofits to be, um, you know, less sophisticated, Uh not doing work that requires too many smarts, just have a good heart and that's all you need. (laughs) That effect is not not true, right? And then human resources, when you superimpose that in the nonprofit context, there is the perception that, you know, anybody can do it. Right. But nonprofits cover a huge, huge amount of organizations. They represent the third largest employer group or industry in the country following retail and manufacturing. And so the nonprofit sector is huge and employs over 10 million people across the country wow. and is as diverse as it can possibly be. So I think people do kind of struggle when they think about nonprofits. They, they assume soup kitchen, food pantry, or, you know, your local Boys and Girls Club. Right. But there's so much more to it than that. Human resources within the context of the sector is growing and emerging and and being recognized as incredibly valuable to advancing the mission. 
And it is interesting to hear the number of people that are involved when it comes to the nonprofit side of things. So I think uh, that would probably open the eyes and ears of people that are listening. In terms of other areas where nonprofits struggle when it comes to recruiting and hiring, obviously you just mentioned that there is maybe a little bit of a, a poor reputation when it comes to the idea of talent and skills that go into it. But where are the other areas that nonprofits struggle when it comes to recruiting and hiring, even if it's something that people are or aren't doing on their own end? So for the last seven years, actually eight years now, we've been running a survey of nonprofit employment practices and trends. And consistently over the last several years of the survey, employers, nonprofit organizations are reporting challenges with the ability to pay competitively, mm-hmm. the ability to promote their folks quickly enough, and excessive workloads. That's been fairly consistent over a number of years. And so those are the kinds of challenges that nonprofits have with recruiting and hiring talent. You know, not every organization can afford to pay uh, what the market is demanding. If you're in a major metropolitan area like Washington or New York or San Francisco or Boston, organizations in those cities tend to pay really competitively because they're, they're being forced to compete with large corporations, sure. government, other entities. But the smaller organizations in rural areas or even suburban areas, they're challenged with being able to pay competitively. And most nonprofits are relatively small. And when I say small, you know, less than 50 employees. And so the opportunity to move up the ladder is limited by virtue of the size of the organization. And then, of course, the workload issue is really an issue that runs across the sector. Although improvements are being made, many nonprofits are, are strapping it together and, and really trying to hold it together and get as much of their staff out of their staff as they possibly can. Sure. And that does create some burnout sometimes. And why do you feel it's important to really see a change when it comes to HR initiatives, when it comes to nonprofits? Um, Why do you think it's important to get this change both now and in the future? You know, the work of of nonprofit organizations is critically important, not only to the economy of the United States, but its social health and welfare. And so it's incumbent upon the country, upon the sector, even business and government to ensure that nonprofits have what they need in terms of resources to attract and retain the right people. Mm-hmm. Just by doing so, is the, the missions that those organizations represent, the ills, the social ills that they're trying to eradicate, will be eradicated that much faster if they're able to have the right people in their organizations in the right positions at the right pay. So that, that's really essential, really, really essential. Do you think then from, uh, obviously, your experiences, people you talk with, that there is really a disconnect between job seekers and the nonprofits, or is it something else that we're missing? I mean, how would you phrase the struggles that there is to bring in the talent, not just from the HR side, but from in general, people who are looking for jobs? Well, I would say folks looking for jobs, I think they struggle with the same misperceptions about the nonprofit sector as the general public. Right. And so there's a perception that unless I'm willing to take a vow of poverty, I can't work in the nonprofit sector and pay my rent. And 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 so that stands in the way. And the sector hasn't done a good job of dispelling that myth. So we've got a little bit of perception issue going on there. From the employer standpoint, the biggest challenge I think is, is having the resources and investing those resources effectively in bringing on talent to an organization. Not just bringing the talent on, but keeping the talent. And that requires somebody within the organization to pay attention to the human resources function, which in many cases is a luxury. 
Well, let's get into some of that um, as far as being able to improve their efforts. And we're talking from the nonprofit's point of view. What sort of trends do you see that would be valuable for them to utilize now, moving forward? Do you think they need to have different strategies to draw in talent versus the corporate side of things, so to speak? Absolutely. You know, the first strategy is is having a strategy, right? (laughs) I know that sounds strange to say, but (laughs) yeah, let's start there. You know, the vast majority of nonprofit organizations are operating without a recruitment strategy and a talent strategy. The survey results that we have for this year indicate that between medium and small nonprofits, 47 to 64% of those organizations respectively operate without a recruitment strategy. Hmm. And overall, 52% of nonprofits don't have a plan for how they're going to bring on talent into their organization. Wow. So that, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, we don't have the data to, to compare that against the corporate world or even other industries, but that's high enough in and of itself. That's a good place to start. And, and then when you do have a strategy, you may not have a budget. Um, so 67% of the organizations that we survey operate without a formal recruitment budget. Hmm. And of those organizations that do have budgets, the medium-sized organizations, for example, they only invest about $5,000 a year in recruiting, uh, which is fairly, fairly nominal. Those are examples of the challenges that organizations face, right. not having a plan and not having the money to, to work the plan. As a follow-up to that, do you see this being an issue in part because there's just a concern that, well, if we don't save these funds in the future, we may not even, or now, we might not even exist in the future? Is it that they've just done it this way for so long, they don't know how to turn it around? I mean, what do you see as being the issue that so many nonprofits still don't put any emphasis in this area? I think it's a combination of things. So the two things that you just mentioned, but it's also an issue of funding. What happens is the nonprofit sector focuses on the things that they can get funding for, either from private foundations, from government contracts, from individual donors. And typically, when someone is contributing or donating to an organization, they want that money to go to programs and only to programs. Human resources, talent acquisition is considered overhead. Mm. And overhead typically is underfunded or not funded at all. And so that results in the lack of investment and anything that's not specifically related to the program. So if you're doing bill writing a check for $1,000 to your local nonprofit, you want your $1,000 to go to the kid to have an after-school program. Right. As opposed to wanting your money to go, you know, some of it to go to the program, but then, you know, some of it being earmarked for general operations, which most donors consider eh, important, but not so much. Sure. That is a very, that's an intriguing way of looking at it. I mean, I think that makes perfect sense for people. The way I hear it, it's almost like the whole idea of teaching a man to fish versus giving them fish. That if you right. if you fund people to actually develop and bring in the talent, that you'll probably have more money in the long run. But I, I guess, I don't know, how do you portray that to the people that are giving money or to investors? I mean, is that part of a, a strategy that nonprofits really need to start looking into? Absolutely. And and there's some great work being done to bust what we call the overhead myth. There's a lot of literature out there about the overhead myth and, and what it means to fund overhead. Um, there's some great work going on through Dan Pilata and um, the Charity Defense Council, which is a relatively new organization, but they're doing amazing work to help nonprofits shift their thinking and to get the public to shift their thinking about how nonprofits operate. Mm-hmm. And so those two efforts are really 
important steps to changing people's perceptions about their donor dollars and, and how they're used. Nonprofits are businesses, and they need to be run as businesses, which requires an investment in infrastructure, an investment in technology, and an investment in talent. I think your phrasing there is part of the issue a lot of people have is for you to say nonprofit is business. For some reason, I feel that makes people cringe a little bit. Just in hearing that, I think it might be a little jarring for people to hear that and understand that it doesn't magically all happen. You still need to have funds, as you talked about there. And, and hopefully this conversation will give the awareness to people that are listening. When we're talking about the talent that they're trying to bring in, are there certain skills, personalities that are really focused on, regardless of the goals and the mission that maybe would help the nonprofits that they're trying to seek out these specific individuals? I don't know that there are any universal skill sets that people need to have. You okay. know, nonprofits are as different as music. <laughs> you, know, they're, they're, you know, you can have country, you can have R&B, you can have jazz, you can have classical. Those are very different genres. Right. And the only thing that they really have in common is that they're art forms and that they require a measure of skill. I think the nonprofit sector is similar. You've got organizations that are focused on social services, on the arts, on the environment, on reproductive rights, all kinds of issues that are very different and diverse. I would say, though, that one of the things that it's important to have when you move into the nonprofit sector is an understanding of how nonprofits work. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, it's, it's an understanding that Decisions are typically made by consensus. There typically is a higher level of employee engagement and investment in how the organization moves forward. So that's not relegated and controlled by a very small number, but oftentimes is a shared responsibility. And then the pace of change in decision-making. Um, because of that inclusive approach that many nonprofits take, decisions tend to be made slower than they are in the for-profit space. And for someone coming from the non for the from the for profit world, that can be frustrating. They're right. accustomed to things moving quickly and decisions being made on the dime, which you don't typically see in the sector. So it requires patience. It requires the recognition that you don't know everything, <laughs> despite <laughs> the fact that you might be coming from corporate. The sector has its own set of rules and, and norms that need to be learned. On the flip side of the talent and skill side of things. Culture, obviously, being a big part of what we hear a lot of times in the for-profit industry. I guess, what emphasis would you put on culture when it comes to the nonprofits and them being successful as well? Culture is as important in the nonprofit space as it is in the for-profit space. And your culture as a nonprofit can make or break you. It can determine whether or not you're able to retain the staff that you have. And so even with the loftiest of missions, if the internal workings of the organization are such that people do not feel affirmed or cared for or are not able to do their work, uh, then you won't keep folks and your mission will be adversely impacted. So culture is essential. It's as essential as it is in the, in the, in the corporate space. Lisa, I've really appreciated your insight into this, um, some fascinating stuff that you've brought up and uh, you know things a lot of people might not even have thought of when we're talking about the nonprofit sector. So we definitely do appreciate you coming on, sharing that with us. I wanted to ask you if you had any final word of advice to give to the nonprofit sector out there, whether it's regarding human resources specifically or recruiting and hiring, wherever you want to go with it, what would you want to leave our listeners with today? Well, I would probably say that the best thing that you can do if you're an executive director or in a leadership position, even on the board, is to take some time to look at and invest in how you manage people within your organization, whether it's volunteers, whether it's paid staff, 
spend some time and invest the money up front so that you can advance your mission, that you can accomplish what it is you're seeking to do in the community, and that the goals and the objectives that you are seeking to realize actually happen. By investing in talent, by investing in human resources infrastructure, that can happen. Without it, a little more of a challenge. That's my advice for today. Good stuff, Lisa. Again, thank you for coming on, sharing all of your knowledge and experience. Uh, Thanks once again for joining LJN Radio. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And that will wrap up this edition of Community Concepts as we've been speaking with Lisa Brown-Morton, the president and CEO of Nonprofit HR. You can find out all the details on their organization. Just go to nonprofithr.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us about this show or any of our episodes, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter. Find us at the LJN. And we encourage you to check out all of our shows by going to ljnradio.com or iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. For everyone here at the Local Job Network, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.